In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. The Blessed Virgin Mary is the, the, the Virgin. She is the Queen of Virgins. She is the Mother of Purity. She is purity in herself. She is clean. And when we talk about the virtue of purity, and we look at the Blessed Virgin Mary, we see that there are like different dimensions because the Blessed Virgin Mary was clean. She was virgin in her mind. She was living a constant and permanent wish and intention of being clean, being virgin, living the virtue of purity, of chastity, and avoiding anything, avoiding whatever was a hindrance, precisely as we have as we have read in this collect prayer of today, the second Sunday of Advent, for, for her to meet God. She rejected with, with determination whatever dialogue, whatever situation that could be a hindrance to live the virtue of purity. Then this is also the consequence of the total, complete self-giving of Mary to God. Here is the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done on me according to your words. Then why we live the virtue of purity? Why do we live the virtue of chastity? Because we want to follow our Lord, because we want to follow Jesus. And Jesus was clean. Jesus lived the virtue of chastity. It's a virtue. It's a human virtue. But there are many people who live the virtue of chastity, but they live for different reasons, because they don't want to be controlled, because they want to have a perfect control, self-master upon themselves. This is good. But the main reason why we live the virtue of chastity is because we want to follow Jesus Christ, and we need to possess ourselves. The Blessed Virgin Mary lived the virtue of chastity in, in a special way because she was immune to all these disordered impulses of concupiscence, the lack of harmony between our intelligence and will and our feelings or our sentiments. These are the passions. The Blessed Virgin Mary was in perfect harmony. What she wanted, and what she understood and what she felt was the same. And it was in perfect harmony and she knew what is good and what is wrong because she was conceived without original sin. This is the mystery of the Immaculate Conception. But her virginity was also a struggle. The virginity was also a self-giving when she said yes to God is because she gave herself completely to God. 
in her mind, in her body. In a way that the virginity of Mary is a miraculous virginity. She was virgin before, during, and after she delivered our Lord. Mary was always virgin, and she was also the mother of Jesus. This is why the miracle of her virginity. And she practiced a, a joyful purity. The purity which our Lord is asking each one of us. For us, contemplating, looking at the cleanliness of life of our lady, we see here a personification of one of the Beatitudes, blessed are those who are clean in their hearts because they shall see God. And Our Lady was clean of heart. And this is why she was always contemplating God. It's indispensable for us to have contemplative life, to practice, to live the virtue of purity. Otherwise, our, our purity will be very intentional, but not effective. The Catechism of the Catholic Church defines the virtue of chastity as a virtue which integrates our intelligence and will, our passions, our, the impulses of our body in a perfect harmony. They are integrated. We are not scattered. We are not just uh, completely disintegrated, but we are one and we possess ourselves. And this is why we are able to give ourselves. If there is no integrity, if there is not authentic, real possession of oneself, you cannot love because love is self-giving. For you to give yourself, you need to possess. And therefore, for us to serve the others, we need to live, to practice the virtue of purity because precisely what disintegrates is our selfishness, the opposite of love, which is the self-giving. For us to serve really and truly the others, we need to practice the virtue of charity, the virtue of purity, chastity. And from this virtue, you do let me change the definition. You get the virtue. talking here. From this virtue of, of chastity, well, we get the strength and the joy to serve the others because it enlarges our heart, the capacity of loving with our human heart. In the Last Supper, when Jesus was washing the feet <clears throat> of his disciples, it was another way, yeah, the spirit of service, but it was another way of signifying precisely the purity of the soul to receive him in the Eucharist. So the, the purity makes the life of the Christian attractive because really and truly is authentic. There is simplicity, we love God and we love the others in a clean way. We are not pretending, we are not going to use, we are not going to misuse the others for any purpose in our mind, in our heart. Chastity is indispensable. We need chastity to love God. 
the love of God, which is manifested in the Blessed Sacrament, in the communion. Then, from this virtue, the virtue of, of purity, there comes a, a kind of, of power to love, which goes beyond all kinds of selfishness. And this is why it's needed to love God and to love the others. How are we going to understand the matters of the spirit if we only taste the things of the flesh? It's not possible to live the life in the spirit if we are just trapped by all these concupiscence, by all these attachments to early things. The virtue of purity is under this virtue of temperance, the cardinal virtue of temperance. And if we are controlled by, by our instincts, by our uh, feelings for the others, then we need to possess ourselves and we need to refrain all these impulses and we need to put them under the guidance of our intelligence. What is good about the truth, about the others, and we respect the others. This is why the virtue of, of purity enlarges the capacity of love and the opposite, the impurity, the lust, what creates is, a, well, a perfect terrain no? for, for many other vices, for many other sins, and at the end of the day, a lot of selfishness, and at the same time, violence, because the, the use of the other persons in many different ways ends up in violence. The lack of sensitivity of the heart to understand the situations, the lukewarmness, the lack of sensitivity for the matters of the spirit. A person who is just tasting, is just enjoying with, with flesh, is unable to understand the things of the spirit. Obviously, the virtue of charity is the most important virtue, but the virtue of chastity is the, the, the complement or, or a condition for us to love God and to love the others with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our being. How are we going to love God with all our heart and with all our being if we don't possess it? If every time you see something, you, you go behind it and you're not able to say no. How are you going to love God if you're always thinking of, of rubbish? How are we going to pray? You can pray, and we have to, obviously. But uh, if we are possessed, if we are disintegrated, we are scattered with all this. This is why there should be a battle. Nowadays, to live the virtue of chastity is not easy. But at the same time, it's not impossible. And sometimes you find people who get very discouraged in trying to, to, to live the virtue of purity. The virtue of purity is, is connected to the sixth commandment, do not commit impure acts. You know, it's the sixth commandment, the first one, to love God above everything. This is the most important commandment, to love God and to love the others. And precisely, the sixth commandment is the disorder of loving in a disordered way the others. This is why we need to struggle. But it's the sixth place. How are we going to live the virtue of purity? All of us, single and married, those who have this 
vocation for marriage and those who have the vocation for celibacy, all of us, we are obliged, if we want to follow Jesus, to practice, to live the virtue of purity, the virtue of chastity in our own personal circumstances, in our own personal situations. And for this, the Blessed Virgin Mary wants us to be clean. And this is the first thing. Whenever you look at your life and you say, oh, this is tough, this is difficult, I have tried so many times and so many temptations nowadays, so many things around us, look at our lady. And I can assure you, in spite of everything, if we go to her, we will practice the virtue of purity. We will struggle. There will be a process of purification. And all these saints have gone through it. And maybe, who knows, God is also using us to purify humanity. Because so much filthiness, yeah. so much things, so many things which are wrong. And maybe God wants us to make atonement, especially for these sins. And sometimes also we perceive, yes, I want to be clean, but how is it that I have all these thoughts in my mind? No, I mean, I wanted to pray and then suddenly all these temptations come in, in my mind, in my heart, and I don't want them, but why I, I'm feeling all this? Because we are human beings. And what do you do in front of this? Pray. Don't be surprised for anything. Don't be afraid for anything. And reject the idea that we are we are safe with this virtue because it's a constant battle all the saints have to struggle to live the virtue of purity and in some moments of their lives with a bit more of intensity but they didn't give up and if for whatever reason they did something wrong they began again as we do as we should do without giving up but don't get discouraged, because this is what the devil wants. The devil is not just interested in one fall, in one uh, failure. What the devil wants is to convince you that you see you have tried, but it's not going to work. To convince you that it's impossible to be clean. And this is not truth. It's possible at this present time, 2020, Within three weeks, we will be already 2021. It's possible to live the virtue of chastity. Don't be naive, don't be deceived by the devil and everybody else. There are three sorts of temptations, the devil, the world, and the concupiscence. And many times the devil is confusing the rest of the world and the world is trying to confuse us, telling us, oh, these things that you are saying is very nice, but it's impossible. Yes, we are not angels, but we try to love with our heart, to love God and to love the others with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our strength. And we will need to struggle if you are married as a married person with your husband. Not because we are married means that we can do whatever we want. No. Not because we are married, we have the license not to do whatever we feel like. No, we need to love each other. Don't let your love, the love between the husband and the wife, to be stained by all this manipulation that nowadays happens no? with all this issue of pornography. 
we cannot be manipulated. We cannot be just a yeah, blackmail for many things, no. And there is a lot of manipulation because there is a lot of business behind all this. And we need to struggle with a clean love, respecting each other, loving each other. And also for all those who God has called us for this celibacy. Celibacy is not just not to practice sex or not to have sex. No, this is not celibacy. Celibacy is to keep this uh, continence for a very specific reason. The celibacy for the kingdom of heaven is for the love of God. God has called me to be only for him. My way for me to go to God is straightforward, giving myself completely to him. For those who are married, the way for them to go to heaven is through their own husband or wife. This is the path for me to go to heaven. Loving this person, I am loving God. I am showing the love of Jesus for his church. This is a great sacrament, St. Paul says. But also St. Paul says that to give ourselves to our Lord is another gift. It's a gift. It's a renouncement. Yes, but it's a gift. You know, in the, in the Gospels, there is a moment because the virginity and the maternity of Mary are related. She is the mother of Jesus, and this is why she is virgin, because she is the mother of God, and nothing can touch what belongs to God. With this sense of exclusivity, you know, I mean, as, as celibacy or matrimony. I belong to God, I belong to my husband and to God. The love for him is a reflection of the love of, of God for, for humanity. Then St. John Paul II commented that yes, maternity and virginity are united in the Blessed Virgin Mary, but they are different. And then these, these words of Jesus in this dialogue about the indissolubility of marriage, when our Lord gave them the answer that what God has united, man cannot put asunder, then the disciples or those who were around him told him, well, if this is the condition, if this is the situation, better not to get married. And then our Lord says, not to everybody is given to understand all this. Not to everybody. Obviously, not everybody because they are not able, not that God does not want them to understand, it's that they have locked themselves, they have closed themselves to understand. And they need to be open, how? Struggling. And, and when, when we start struggling and we sincerely, really, really, we struggle to be clean, we start understanding things, we progress in our spiritual life. Because we start tasting the things of the spirit, not just the things of the flesh. It's a struggle. And it's going to be a struggle till the end of our lives. Don't think that in the 12th century, I always mention the 12th century because people think now that in the, in the Middle Ages, the whole world was Christian and there were churches every corner and that everybody was holy and that there were no problems, that there were no temptations. Well, 
you know, precisely in the 12th century, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Dominic of Guzman, the corruption in the church was amazing. It happens all the centuries. Pope Francis explains in the Evangelii Gaudium that there, there, there are problems in every different time of the history of humanity, in the history of the church. And always, the Pope says, and always our own concupiscence, who is always there. Today is the same. But Father, I don't think that they had so many temptations as we had nowadays, the same. If you are looking for temptations, you don't need to go too far. In the 12th century, if you were looking for temptations, you, were, you didn't need to look too far. Everybody knew. We know what affects us. This is why, besides whatever the Holy Spirit suggests you for you to practice the virtue of purity, at the same time, let us make a very concrete and specific resolution. Run away. Flee from the occasions of sin. Don't say, I have already overcome this. No, we have not overcome this. We have not overcome our impurity, our lust, our, our greediness, our pride. It's going to be always there. Don't deceive yourself. Always. But Father, you mean that when I will be 200 years old? Yes. Uh, how is it possible? I don't know. But we need, we need to, to struggle, running away. This is the first means for us to practice the virtue of purity, to, to run away from the occasions of sin. Don't trust your strength. Don't think that you're already over all these matters. Don't say, oh, I am already adult, and then I know, I know. No, we, we don't know. Don't be naive. Besides this, we need also to, to struggle with determination. Don't deceive yourself. This is a daily conquest. And there will be always temptations. There will be always occasions of sin. There will be always a struggle. And not because we, we are very sensitive. You know, we are very, no, we have a refined conscience. We struggle. And we cannot get used to things which are wrong. We struggle with the grace of God. We struggle with prayer. Of course, we need to pray. When an impure thought comes to your mind, you pray. And we ask the Blessed Virgin Mary to help us. Prayer a Hail Mary is slowly asking Our Lady to help you. Don't be surprised for anything. You know very well that there is this saint, St. Catherine of Siena. On one occasion, she had these impure thoughts, very pertinent, no? very, very ins insisting. No? I mean, very. And, and she was praying. And then afterwards, Jesus appeared to her. And she told him, where were you when I had all these impure thoughts? And Jesus told her, by your side. I was by your own, by your side. I was with you. This is why it's so important to distinguish between feeling and consenting. We can feel many things, but did you, did you consent? Did you say, yes, I want this? No. Then you have not committed any sin. And why do I feel I experience all this? Because we are human beings, we are not angels. Don't be surprised that we notice all these kind of things which are wrong, but we need to struggle to, to, to mortify my curiosity, to mortify my senses, my mind, my imagination. Not everything that I 
watch is, is nice. Not everything I'm going to watch, I, I should watch it. We need to pray to keep our senses recollection, to, 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 to reject or to run away or just to disappear from a place that you know that there is a conversation which is wrong. And then don't participate, don't be there to live the virtue of modesty, which is a, a very important virtue related to, to chastity. We are not alone in this world. We are surrounded by many people and we cannot be an occasion for the others. Prayer, sacraments, especially the sacrament of penance. Don't let, and this is a very important resolution as well. Let us, let's go for confession as soon as possible. Don't wait another week, even if possible, the same day when you realize I need to go for confession. Go for confession now. Don't, don't get used to be in a state of sin. No. The Eucharist, which nourishes our spiritual life and obviously an ardent devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. You know, St. Jose Maria always recommended, and it's a norm of the plan of life that you want, you can put it into practice, which is to pray the three Hail Marys before going to bed. You kneel down by the side of your bed, you kneel down, and you pray three Hail Marys for purity. For the purity, your purity, the purity of everybody around you, the purity in the world. Three Hail Marys. We ask the Blessed Virgin Mary, my mother, help us to really and truly to possess ourselves for us to love, for us to love God, for us to love the others. I thank you, my Lord, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.